community, family, strength. Welcome to the Reclaimed American Podcast. Hey everybody, what'd you think of that intro? Did you hear just the words, or did you hear that bass beat in the back? If you didn't hear the bass beat, I highly recommend you go get some headphones, or connect this to your car, and listen to it again. Go on, I'll wait. Alright, so did you hear it that time? (laughs) Anyways, what's going on everybody? So, Welcome back to yet another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. And in today's episode, I've got a special treat for you. I got a shit ton of updates for you. And uh, yeah, so let's first go into the Baby T Chronicles update. So Mama's doing all right. She's had her ups and downs, but no more ER visits, thank God. However... On Saturday, wouldn't you know it, she bit into, of all things, a crispy noodle. Yeah. And that crispy noodle cracked her tooth. Now, to be fair, that particular tooth was already a bad tooth, but it literally broke off like a little side piece. And she's like, oh, I got it hurt, you know. And fortunately, we were already on our way home when it happened. But as soon as we got home, I had to break out the needle nose, grab the little nub of the broken tooth, because again, like I said, her teeth are not the best. I'm really hoping that baby T gets the straightness of my wife's teeth, but the strength of mine, because if so, she's set. If it goes the other way around and she gets the jacked up, crooked, jagged nature of mine, and the weak-ass nature of my wife's, oh my god, I feel for the kid. She's she's just going to get dentures, like, when she's five. But, um, anyways, so yeah, so we get home. I pull, pull the broken piece out with a pair of needle nose. It bled a little bit, <laughs> whatever. But um, then, once you know it, because I pulled a piece out, then the gum, which went under the gum line, so the gum then started folding over the tooth that was still there, and as a result of that, it hurt every time she'd try to eat something and would accidentally bite down on that side. Then, of course, that starts getting her gums to start swelling and makes it even more painful. So, today, now, I know, when you're pregnant, you're not supposed to get dental work done. Unless it's an emergency, like a gum that's starting to get infected because of a jacked up tooth. So, now that she's in the second trimester... We went ahead and we scheduled scheduled her to go to a doctor. That actually got pulled out today. Today's Wednesday. And um, that got pulled out today. But I tell you, you know, it's funny. She picked this doctor because it was an Asian doctor. I believe Vietnamese. And she's like, oh, Asians are usually pretty gentle. And I was like, okay. I mean, I can't argue that because I did have this one dentist that was a nice looking Asian lady, I think she's Filipino, and she had really good hands, and and she did really good work. But of course, that practice has long since long since gone bye bye. So my wife finds this other one. The dude didn't use enough Novocaine. 
Um, and he was kind of rough about it, but same time, to be fair, both teeth that got extracted were broke off pretty much right at the gum line. So he really had to work to get, get the teeth to come out. But anyway, so the wife just got those yanked out today. She's going to be in some pain for the next couple of days. Uh, mother-in-law is staying with us tonight. Uh, that way I can do what I got to do. Plus, uh, early in the morning, I have to head out for the day job and uh, try to make up for some lost time from today since I had to take my wife to the dentist. But uh, anyways, so that's the Baby T Chronicles update. Mama's doing all right. She's just that She is just sore as hell. Me, on the other hand, I look like I'm pregnant. I need to dial back on the footage, and I need to start working out on that little Bowflex that I got. Not one of the nice Bowflex treadmill-looking things that you always see on the commercials with all the, you know, hot-fit people using them. Oh, no. I got the old-fashioned with the power rods. And pick that up this, uh, this uh, New Year's from Facebook Marketplace and paid 100 bucks for it. Supposedly has 210 pounds of power rod resistance. That's how they said it, resistance. And um, yeah, I debate this, the, the amount of force. But I will say if you continue with it and do multiple reps, or if you do them fast, like speed reps, yeah, that should have give you a workout, and especially for my out-of-shape out of ass. So... I'm hitting the Bowflex. I gotta shed some pounds before the baby comes, cause that kid's gonna run me ragged if I don't. Anyhow, so that's the Baby T Chronicle update. Uh, let's see what else. Well, if you follow me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American, then you will have seen some new posts that I've been doing this week, like the Monday Minute which is just a quick recap of the weekend, things that are going on, things that are in my head. Then we've got the Tuesday, no, YouTube Tuesday. And that was a special treat. One, I shared a video by a guy named Tony Turner. And um, dude's got a good set of lungs on him, man. He, he's, he's got a good voice. Uh, he's working as a upholstery tech up in Pittsburgh or Pencil, somewhere in Pennsylvania. And he works on classic hot rod and custom cars. One day, there's a guitar sitting in the shop. And he decided to pick it up and start strumming a few chords. And he's like, eh, I haven't completely forgotten this. And he started singing songs. Uh, first song he did, he recorded to show his wife, which never got around to showing her. About a month later, a buddy of his hit him up. And he shared that with the buddy. Next thing you know, they're telling him, hey, you need to put that shit on YouTube, man. But he started off with Facebook. It got a lot of traction there. He started a YouTube page, and bam, there we go. But um, And then that's how I found it, because of mutual friends. So that was my, my Tuesday update. Then today, Wednesday, you will have seen my Wednesday wishes. Um, again, just a quick, brief, something I wish for the world. Be it a good thing, a bad thing. Well, I wouldn't wish a bad thing for the world, but... A good thing, a funny thing, or just a thing. And, uh, yeah, just something I wish would happen out there somewhere. Tomorrow, being Thursday, that is going to be my thankful Thursdays. That's going to be the day that I give thanks for something going on. Um, be it something that I'm thankful for myself, 
or for others out in the world. And yeah, so Thankful Thursdays. You have to tune in and find out what I'm going to be thankful for this week. Uh, let's see. Then Friday. Friday is just going to be an update saying, hey, everybody, don't forget, listen to my podcast. And um, so, yeah, that's going to be be the Friday update. The weekend, I'm trying to keep that family. Although, if I need to uh, do like a recording for a uh, for an interview on Saturday or go somewhere to do a recording on a Saturday, that's when I'm going to do it. Sunday, strictly family. No business. Um, that's that. Just that's family time 100%. Saturday, I prefer to be 100% family time, but same time, if we gotta go somewhere and go out for dinner and meet some people, eh, you know, gotta do what I gotta do. But, uh, that's the new layout that's coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do my damnedest to make those posts every day to give you guys some good content, something interesting and informative and entertaining. And go from there. Now then, there's a new direction that the show is going to start taking. I know I've mentioned it in the previous episodes, but we're going to start doing an interview show. And, wouldn't you know it, Monday night, I got a chance to talk with Tony Turner. And that's the interview you're about to hear. So, today, I'm doing my first interview, or I'm... I'm giving y'all the first interview show that I've done. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Here you go. You're Tony Turner, and I found you through Mark because of a video you did on YouTube where you sang Simple Man. And so the thing I'm curious about is um, what what got you into singing? Oh, man. Um, My my grandmother uh, and my grandfather, they bought me my first guitar. When I was 13 years old, I grew up, you know, spending more time at my grandmother's house. My grandfather was always playing guitars. And then I think in one of the videos you did on on you or on Facebook, you had mentioned that you got away from the guitar for a while. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I, I I never actually went just full on playing guitar and like learning it. I just kind of learned a little bit, you know, played, and I'd set it down and. Just kind of on and off because, you know, like work and life, like everything kind of gets you and like slows everything down and then you're too busy doing one thing and I got, uh, I got some company from my two little boys. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> Hold on. Come here, guys. Y'all come in the house for a second. Come here. Go in here, mama. Sorry, bud. Hey, not a problem. You, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to be a first time father in January. Oh and, man! And my wife Hurt and I. Yourself. Oh, I know. My wife and I. We've been married 17 years, and we're just wow. now getting around to having our first. Um, like, like well, I tell you guys, did it, you guys did it the right way. Well, like I like to tell people is you know for the first 10 years we wanted to live life together. We wanted to explore, travel, do all these cool, stupid things that you can't do once you have the kids, and then. Like, seven years ago, we started thinking, all right, well, shit, we've got nieces and nephews, and they're growing up around us, and we don't have nothing. And, you know, we're thinking we're missing the boat, you know. And finally, after seven years, all our timing finally worked out right, and my wife's pregnant. But, I mean, I'm going to be a 45, I'm going to, thank you, I'm going to be a 45-year-old dad. And I'm like, holy crap, (laughs) I am not in shape for this shit. (laughs) 
but uh, I'm, I'm working on it. I got a Bowflex in the house, you know, one of the old ones with the power rods. Okay. Um, bought that at the end of last year from on like Facebook Marketplace for like a hundred bucks, and uh, I'm finally starting. I have the motivation now to start using it. But anyways, I'm uh, getting back into into your story. Um, okay. So you started playing the or. You'd gotten away from it for a while, and then you're kind of getting back into it. It's actually a crazy story. Um, uh, so it's kind of weird and off the wall. I hadn't played guitar in about three years. And then out of nowhere, you know, we, we, we just made this big move from Alabama up here to Pennsylvania so so I could take this job doing upholstery. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting in the shop, and I've got my guitar there at the shop, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pick it up and just see what I remember. And honestly, man, when you put the guitar down, you forget more than you've ever learned. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like around the mic. But, uh, you know, there's a few songs that stuck out that I remembered. And um, and the first one, uh, I actually recorded um, a cover of Too Close by Alex Clare. And I I didn't like it. Like I just wanted to listen to it just to see what I sounded like. And I just wanted to kind of listen to myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I didn't like the way it turned out, so I just left it on my phone. And, you know, I didn't erase it because I was going to show my wife and I completely spaced showing her. And, uh, and anyways, um, so a month later, after I record this video, one of my buddies from the Navy, um, he calls me up. He's like, hey, man, you know, didn't you have these videos of you singing and playing guitar on, on YouTube? I said, well, you know, they used to be on there, but my friend that posted them took them down. I said, well, hold on just a second. I've got this video that I did about a month ago. I'll let you listen to it. So I sent that to him. And I, I listened to it again myself. And uh, I said, you know what? You know, I'm just going to put it on Facebook just to see what people think. And I, honest to God, like I, I probably I thought maybe I would have got 50 likes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And here it is like, like 6.4 thousand views later. Holy crap. It was crazy. Um, I, I take that back. I take that back. Um, the the one the Alex Claire it's got over I think four thousand. I posted Simple Man a couple of days later, mm-hmm. and that one just blew up. Like everybody, I don't know, everybody loves Simple Man. <laughs> yep, yep. But um, yeah, so I, I ended up. I've got five videos up right now, just of covers that I've recorded myself doing on a cell phone in the shop. And each time I do one, I try to, I try to sit by a different car, you know, so I've got just a, just something different in the background. Right. But, uh, yeah, all those cars are in the shop that I work at. I work for, uh, H&H Performance. I do all the upholstery. And we've got some, some current builds coming up that we're doing. Uh, we've got a, like a 1970 Bronco that we're doing. It's, uh, the whole body's going to be completely carbon fiber. Oh, wow. Um, custom chassis, custom suspension, and it's getting a supercharged Coyote with a Raptor transmission. Oh, shit. Now, this thing, it's going to be like nonsense in <laughs> a very lightweight vehicle. That sounds like a lot of fun, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, so so these guys have built one Bronco already, and uh, they did, I think, I want to say they said they did, like, a raffle or something like that on it. Mm-hmm. Um or something like that, uh, or it was for charity or something. And th- these things just blew up. They've got, they've got the one that I'm doing now, the seats for, I just finished, um, the carbon fiber one. They've got 
an all steel body one that we're about to do next, and then we've got two more that have already been they've already been uh, had an order placed for two more. Oh shit! Yeah, these things are blowing up. Oh, that is awesome, man. So now, how how did you get hooked up with these guys? Oh man, okay, so uh, um, I went to WyoTech. I used my GI Bill. Went to WyoTech, and I took the diesel program. Uh, actually, I, I traveled from Alabama all the way up to Laramie, Wyoming, and uh, that's beautiful country. If you ever get a chance to go out there, do it. Um, so yeah, I go up there. I take their diesel program, and then I do like, all their electives: uh, the chassis fabrication, where you learn how to do um, like you can back half a car for drag racing. You can build, you know, like top fuel dragsters. They teach you all kind of like chassis fabrication. Uh, then after that one, I did uh, street drive fabrication, which is based more toward like metalworking. Mm-hmm. So you do all your like your power hammers and you know just bending, shaping, and just little thin like sheet metal uh, fabrication. Then after that, I took this uh, took this course where you you can get an associate's degree in business management. And the whole time I'm sitting here begging these guys to let me take this upholstery class because I mean it's just eating me alive. I've got to take this class. And uh, if you take diesel, like, if that's your core curriculum, then you you're not allowed to take it. But after I pulled a few strings with a few people, they finally let me, you know, like this guy's just bugging <laughs> us. He's not going to stop. Let's just let him take it. And, uh, I took it. Me and another guy finished, uh, we were the first two finished in our class. And, uh, I mean, we just kind of blew up with it. And I bought a sewing machine from WyoTech. And then I, I went, when I went back home to Alabama, I started my own business doing upholstery. Mm-hmm. And things were good for a, about six months and then this like I hit a wall to where everybody just wanted me to just do it for free right and they're like oh man you know we went to school together you know we talked in like <laughs> 10 years but hey you want to hook me up mm-hmm it's amazing how but, quickly uh, the friends come out of the woodworks right man, I'm telling you just for these videos man I've had so many people that have not talked to me in years you know just all of a sudden hit me up it's like oh man you know hey what's going on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I've I've never really been like an asshole or nothing like that. I'm I'm trying to keep it, you know, trying to keep the language clean. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, um, unless you're worried about it more on your end, I'm not worried about it here. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> I, I just didn't want to be all over your no, no, your you're, video. Now nah, you're good. You're good. But, uh, okay, but uh, yeah, you know, I uh, <clears throat> crap. Where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, friends coming out of the woodworks and trying to get you to do shit for free. Oh yeah, and then with the videos, uh, they were blowing up, uh, everybody's, I don't, I don't know, like, <laughs> I've had people asking me to share their videos because they see me getting these views and I guess they think that, you know, that I'm, I don't know, I guess Facebook famous or something, but, <laughs> I mean, it's only, it's only like, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it's just a very small amount of people who've seen these videos. Right. Okay. Well, um, let's see. One of the other questions I got for you, um, when, when were you in the Navy? I joined the Navy November 6th of 2012, and I got out uh, November 7th, 2012. Like, same, like... I mean, my, 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 2006. Okay. 2012, my bad. 
was like, damn, that's a short tour. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my bad. <laughs> okay, so so you're in for six. What what'd you do while you're in? Uh, I was an electrician. Um, I was an electrician on board two different aircraft carriers. I was on the USS Nimitz for the first two and a half years that I was stationed out in uh, San Diego, and then I was on the Carl Vinson for the remainder of my enlistment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I worked everywhere from, you know, just doing like conventional electrician stuff and engineering department. Uh, once I got to the Carl Vinson, I started out in engineering, then they moved me to air department. I was a flight deck electrician. Oh, wow. So I was up there, like, I mean, I've literally, <laughs> I've been all over the place. <laughs> so I did that, um, in like in the Navy. Um, you gotta do, you gotta have like a secondary job. So my secondary job was, uh, a fireman. Okay. Like, sort of damage control and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. I got lucky on my service. I was also in the Navy, but I was in 94 to 98. So I was like, really? way back when. But, um, oh, I, I was trained <laughs> to be an aviation electronics tech. So, um, okay. I, I was, the ATs, we were the guys that fixed the boxes, where the AEs were the guys that found the boxes, and then they brought them to us to take care of. So we weren't the wire okay. chasers, we were the box fixers. But um, okay. So I was trained to do that. However, after my school, they send me out to Guam for base, uh, essentially the, the remainder of my enlistment. Um, I mean, it, it was so tough. You know, I was on a tropical island in the middle of the Pacific for almost three years. But, um, yeah, and I, I worked with a bunch of ordnance men. Um, the company or the command that I got sent to, we tested guidance systems. We cleaned up the missiles. You know, we'd get them back from the carrier or from the, uh, from the depot and we'd open them up, make sure everything worked, clean them up. Of course, the shit that came back from the fleet was horrible and yeah. we'd have to make them almost like new again. But, uh, it, it was fun. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't not do it for the world, um, but definitely after after my four years were up, I was like, you know, I, I after being here, I, honestly, I was spoiled. There's no way I was going to go out, out to the fleet and have to, you know, live in a coffin mm-hmm. locker and all that shit, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so I got out after, after my four there in Guam, went back to Memphis to do my, um, my processing and then came back to Texas. Okay. What part of Texas are you in? Houston. Houston, okay. I got a lot of friends out in Texas from the Navy. Okay, cool. So, all right. So I got just a couple questions left for you. Uh, one, okay. what are your future plans for music? You just going to keep playing in the in the shop? And actually, that's uh, that's another question. You know, I mean, okay, so you went, you became, you did the upholstery school. And then how did you end up with these guys? Okay, so after after I ended up shutting down my upholstery business, I ended up going to work for this crane company because I've always been able to weld. So I went went to work welding for this uh, crane company called DeShazo Crane. <laughs> and I spent two years with those guys. Now, you want to know something funny real quick? I, current- I know they're out there in Texas. Well, I currently work for a crane company as an overhead service tech. Or I work on okay. all the overhead cranes as a service tech, so 
We do installs, inspections, um, repairs. And so I've, I've worked on some of the, the DeShazos. But anyways, go on, go on. What's that? Uh, go ahead and uh, continue with where you're going there. So you worked for them for okay. a couple of years. So I was, I was with those guys for a couple of years. And, um, the, I mean, it, it just got to where, like, there were certain things within the company that, you know, I I had issues with. And, you know, and I was just looking for anything to get out. And then my my instructor from WildTech, um, he put a post up that, you know, hey, there's, there's a person needing, uh, an upholstery guy in uh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And at first I was like, you know what, I don't really want to go to Pennsylvania. But hmm. coincidentally, my ex-wife lives up there in Pennsylvania, and that's my daughter's mother. Gotcha. So, and I mean, we we get along well enough, you know, that we don't argue with each other. And, you know, we kind of, there's a lot of give and take when it comes to my daughter. So we work together real good. And uh, <clears throat> so we move up here. And, uh, this, we're three hours and 20 minutes away from her mom. So, I mean, that, that works out real good. Whenever she wants to see her, she can see her. And, but yeah, that's, that's how I heard about it. Um, my instructor from WildTech got with me and gave me all the information and just kind of went from there. Awesome. And so you've been there since when? I've been here for three months, man. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, this, this just happened. All right. Well, congratulations, I guess, on all the moving around. Um, now, I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, now, so you got a couple boys you said living with you right now? Oh, I got all three of my kids with me right now. Um, my daughter is usually she'll spend the whole summer with her mom, but for some reason she just wanted to come home and spend the week with us. So we went oh. out and picked her up, and she's hanging out with us for the week, and then she'll go back and hang back out with her mom. But, uh, yeah, I got my daughter. She's ten, and I got my two little boys. They're three and four. Oh shit! Oh, it's, a, it's a house full. Let me tell you, it's a jungle gym. <laughs> now, <laughs> the the last real question I've got for you, and this is kind of a a question meant more for me than anything, is as I told you earlier, you know, my wife is due in uh, January, and that'll be we'll have a little girl. But what's okay. what's if someone could give you? Or if someone would have given you one piece of advice way back when, you know, to kind of prepare you for what's coming, what would that have been? Honestly, man, little girls are easier than little boys. <laughs> A lot easier. Oh, uh, man, my, my, my daughter, she was six months old. She was walking. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it is, it's crazy. Um, and it's weird. It seems like it was just yesterday. She's ten years old. It was a decade ago. <laughs> um, but no, she was uh, two before she was two. She was potty trained. Like wow. she, she showed she showed her own interest in learning how to do it. I mean, we got a little training potty, and she just kind of did her own thing there. Oh, that's awesome, man. It's crazy, and then like little boys, they're 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 a little later. <laughs> gotcha. All right, well, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I appreciate you coming on with me. Um, oh, yeah. But no, it's, it's no problem at all, man. Now, if you want people to get a hold of you or at least follow you and like all your videos and stuff, where do you want them to go? Um, you, uh, I guess you can either go on YouTube or on Instagram um, or Facebook. Okay. And, and uh, now on Instagram, you wanna, you wanna... 
I was trying to find you on Instagram and I I couldn't find you. So what are you there? All right, you got you got a pen? Go for it. Okay, it's seams. S e a m z. Legit. L e g i t. Underscore eighty six. Yeah, I never would have figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that one I kind of geared that one toward the upholstery. Uh, you know, seems legit. Mm-hmm. Like seems. And on Facebook, it's just uh, your name, Tony Turner. Tony, Tony Turner. Yep. All right. And what and about the YouTube page? Mm-hmm. It's uh, Tony Turner as well. Uh, actually, if you uh, if you get on Facebook, um, I've got a link on my page for the YouTube. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> well, uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and kill the recording here. All right, so there you go. There is the first interview I've done, and that was Tony Turner. No relation to me, by the way. Just the way the world works. But uh, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview, and there will definitely be more interviews to come. Now, one thing that I realized as I listened to the uh, recording again and edited out some of the, the dead space is that one of the questions I had asked him, but I asked it in like a two-part situation was where do you see your music going from here and then how did you get hooked up with these guys well i forgot to go back and ask him about where's his music going from there because it turns out i've heard this through one him after i hit the stop button and then also from another person that he's actually gotten quite a few um, hits if you will from people that would love to have him come out and check out their label and possibly get him signed on with them. So, dude, Tony, congratulations. I hope everything works out for you. Um, I'm rooting for you. And definitely as soon as you know which way you're going, if you want to come back on and let us know what what's going on, by all means, man, hit me up, brother. So, yes, so there you go. There's our, our first interview show. I hope you enjoyed it. One of the other things I'm doing going forward is I'm going to be looking at different ways to um, be able to bring more more of a message to you guys. I'll let you know more about that uh, later on. I might do that for the Monday Minute uh, next week and go from there. Or possibly even uh, when I talk about this episode on Friday to let you know that it's coming out, I might throw something up over there for uh, for that. But anyhow, like I said, that's going to be it for today. Don't forget to follow me at Reclaimed American on both Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to check out Tony. Look for him, Tony Turner, on Facebook and YouTube. And also on Instagram, find him at SeemsLegit underscore 86. And that was S-E-A-M-Z Legit underscore 86 so like i said that's it i'm going to wrap it up and i'll see y'all next time thank you for listening to the reclaimed american podcast if you're ready to do more and be more start by leaving us a rating and review on itunes or google play then join our community on facebook and instagram at reclaimed american and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us